0: Hey entrepreneurs, have you ever wanted to make extra money in your business and wondered how you could do it? Well, one of my students has actually made 4,000 extra dollars simply from marketing on Instagram. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, it gets even better because she's in her first year of business and this 4,000 extra dollars came in a matter of a couple of months and it's specifically because she was marketing On Instagram. We're not talking about the other social media platforms. We're not talking about any of the in person events that she's done. We're not talking about her website specifically and directly linked to her work on Instagram. Now, we are going to take a look at what she's doing. She's actually a candle maker. So, we're talking to Alyssa Carr from Willow Ridge Candles. And we're going to be chatting about specifically how her candle business, which just started this year, created an extra $4,000 in her pocket. That's 20% of the profit that she made from her entire first year in business, and it was all in a matter of a couple months, specifically from what she was doing on Instagram. So are you ready to find out how she did this and how you can implement this strategy into your marketing as well? Let's dive in and have a conversation with Alyssa Carr from Willow Ridge Candles, all about how she made this extra money specifically from social media. Alyssa, we're so excited to have you on the show today. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm just getting over a little cold, so I do
1: apologize if I kind of sound hoarse.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm really excited to have you here because you and I have been following each other for a while now. We've kind of been working together on some cool projects, and I know that this year you actually took your hobby and your side hustle of your candles and turned it into an actual business. And before we jump in and talk about that, I actually want to talk a little bit about what you have done through your social media. So tell me specifically from people finding you on Instagram and Facebook, how much extra income have you created this year alone? About $4,000. And that's really exciting because you specifically made that from social media and from people finding you on social media. So how does that relate to the rest of the income that you're creating from your candle business?
1: 20% of my income um, this year. And let's not forget that this is the first year that I really turned this into a business instead of a hobby. So I think that's pretty great.
0: It's fantastic, especially because I've been watching your business grow and you started off normally. And then over the last couple of months, you've grown exponentially. So a lot of that has actually come in in the later half of the year. So in 2019, the majority of your business really just hit you from like summer on. And I've been watching you do really cool things. So now that we kind of know you're bringing in about 20% of your business specifically through social media and through people finding you on social media, let's jump in and tell me a little bit about what you do within your candle business. So what is Willow Ridge Candles?
1: Willow Ridge Candles is owned and operated by yours truly. And we make soy candles and soy melts. We also um,
0: make some goat's milk soap and all natural lip balms. And you run your business online. So you're getting orders through your website. You are working at craft fairs and you also have your candles in different shops. So tell me a little bit about what that looks like. So
1: I'm actually in four stores right now and two... Additional ones, I will be in those as well. And so in total, that would be six stores that I am in. And um, I actually have been involved in, oh my gosh, 23 events this year. And I actually was invited to multiple shows this year and five events that I was invited to from social media. Uh, They actually contacted me through social media. A few I did have to turn down because I do map out my year. Um, But I was invited to really essential craft events this year that really helped me grow. And that was
0: because of social media. So now that you're marketing on social media, how are you noticing your professional interactions change? It has grown exponentially,
1: honestly. I, I cannot believe how many... I, there was one month that I actually had five business people contact me, um, through Instagram and I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is so overwhelming. And (laughs) it was amazing. Um, and I know I was talking to you about this, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this other person has contacted me. So they actually have more access to me now than what they did before. Because instead of emailing me, they can go on the social media platform and, look at my product, and also see that I'm willing to interact with, you know, businesses and uh, customers and followers. And so, you know, in a long winded reply, it has been so great to interact with businesses.
0: And I know when you first started out, you were doing a lot of the legwork. You went to stores, you would go and contact the people running the craft fairs. Now this has kind of switched for you a little bit where they're coming to you specifically because they saw you on social media. So how has that changed your workflow? Has it made it easier for you because you don't have to go out and do all this work for yourself? They're coming to you or how does that kind of fit into your business?
1: It has helped me so much more. It has allowed me to Make the product instead of trying to hunt down these stores because um, I'm just gonna say like I went to a um, event that somebody found me through social media and they were looking for local businesses and I went to that event. Well, at that event, a small gift shop was there and they were like, "Hey, I like your candles," and from there, I got invited to be into that shop. So it's just it's really helped. Me, I didn't have to go and look for that. I, I didn't. It was right next to me, so I didn't have to even go out and search. So I would say that it has definitely helped people be able to access me better
0: um, and find me instead of the other way around. And I know you have an online shop, so you do things over the internet. You are getting orders all around the country, all around the world, and. You are also working within your local market. And I know a large portion of what you're doing is those craft fairs and those shops. And I know from our own personal conversations that you get a lot of people following you from craft fair to craft fair or checking out the shops that you're in specifically because they've developed a relationship with you through your social media. So how has it kind of changed how people are following you and how you're getting sales because they've found you as a fan or as a potential client on social media?
1: Actually, I have like this perfect little story. Um, I was invited to this craft fair, um, well, a farmer's market. And it was a monthly farmer's market. And this lady had never heard of me before. But she saw me at this market started following me on Instagram. And after that, she would follow my posts. And she knew before because what I do is I post what I'm going to be having at the event, like what kind of candle scents I'm going to have. And she knew ahead of time, what she wanted to pick out. And it developed this relationship between me and her um, online and in person. I'd be like, oh my gosh, here we are. And she's like, I know what I'm grabbing. And she'd come in grabbing like fistfuls of candles. Um, And it it helped her know also when my next event is going to be, where I'm going to be next. And my following that I've gathered from going to all of these events this year they get to be in the know too, like, oh my gosh, she's local today. Or, oh, I can tell my friend so and so that you need to go there because Willow Ridge Candles is there.
0: And you have a very strong following on social media. You've built that up over time. And I know that you've actually had people contact you to be a part of their events because they know that you'll market it and that you will bring in more people. So, have you found that you're getting people asking you to participate specifically because they want you to bring your following along with you? Yes.
1: And I'm going to say that, you know, social media is really, really important for markets. Um, The more a vendor advertises to their following, the better the event is going to be. Um, But it is so important because they're like, oh my gosh, she is, (laughs) she knows what she's doing. She has a crowd and maybe we can build up a crowd with her at this event. Like they they love it because i'm so sh- so social and they know that i have like a cult following
0: <laughs> which is amazing. So let's actually dive into this and talk a little bit about what you're doing on social media to kind of build up that following, let people know where you're going to be and why it's getting people to request you to participate in their events. So how are you leveraging Instagram for your business? I actually allow my followers
1: to choose if they want a scent brought back, and if it was a favorite out of season, whatever it is, they can actually vote, and I will have to bring it back. So it's kind of like a, not choose your own adventure, but choose your own candle scent adventure. Like, (laughs) Um, I also, um, I will post how-tos, and those will be um, IGTV videos where um, this is how to recycle, the candle jar, um, another thing that I do with them is I always post where I'm going to be that weekend and my goal is to be as interactive with my followers as possible. Otherwise, it really doesn't make sense to have as many followers as what I do. I want to engage with them. I want to know what they think and I want them to follow me physically too. So. <laughs>
0: And I know you're very social on live broadcasting. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you're leveraging that on Instagram or on Facebook to interact with your clients? So on Facebook, what I try
1: to do is while I'm actually at an event, I will try to, while I'm there, record all of the vendors um, because somebody might want to pass up on this event. But if they see something and they go, oh my gosh, I have to go there. I think it's very important to live broadcast the event that you're at if you're able to. If you have help or if it's slow before um, the event gets, you know, in full swing. Um, Another way that I use live broadcasting on Facebook as well as Instagram is kind of like an "Ask Me Anything" um, about candles and the candle process, um, how I choose scents and whatnot. Um, And also another thing that I do on Facebook. because Instagram it's more of like a public thing but in my I have a private group on Facebook and I will also do live sales there and that's another way that I can use the whole social media platform to sell candles
0: now, I know that groups on Facebook are really important right now. Facebook has actually come out and said they're putting a stronger emphasis on how to use groups and having that social communicative access within those groups. Uh, so what specifically are you doing inside of your group, and how are you kind of fostering that relationship with your clients?
1: So um, in the it's a VIP group, and what they can actually do is, like Instagram, but more in depth, they actually get to help me um, create some labels, and choose scents that I actually um, create for the season, because I like to do seasonal scents. Um, So they actually get to see a lot of that, and they get to hit some early bird specials, they get to have group only sales. Um, So it's like a, a Member club only thing. Like they, they get those special sales and the special perks right in the group.
0: Now, how do you advertise your VIP group? Because I think this is one of those things that a lot of entrepreneurs can be putting into their social media strategy because it builds up that really great devoted fan base. So, how do you get people into your VIP group? Do you let everybody know about it? Is it exclusive? How do you offer invitations to that? And then, how often are you in there interacting with people? I was
1: putting it in my newsletter, letting them know that they can get early access, letting them know they can get these perks and these sale prices um, by joining this group, and I'd also advertise that on my Facebook page as well. Um, if you want early access, if you want like those perks, join this um, club. You know, it's like <laughs> the VIP club. Um, but that's how like really I would advertise that. Um, and I mean everybody loves a bargain. That that's one of my that has been my thing that I've noticed this year. Everybody loves a bargain. So if it's a if there's a promise of a bargain, they're going to jump on it.
0: <laughs> so right now you're using your newsletter to advertise your VIP group. Are you also putting this out at the events that you're going to or are you specifically trying to get them to go to your newsletter and then this is one of the perks on your newsletter. I
1: try to get them to go to my newsletter because my newsletter is also another way um, that I do let my following know where I'm going to be and new products and all that stuff. So from my newsletter, they also get into they get access to that VIP
0: club. I love that that's kind of one of the exclusive perks of being on your newsletter. And we know newsletters are so incredibly important because sometimes social media does fail and it's not going to reach all of our people. But our newsletters are really, really great because people can't miss them unless they intentionally delete them without reading them. So I love that you're investing time and effort into your newsletter. And that's something that's really big with you. I know you've been working on that really hard this year but I want to talk a little bit more about what you're doing over on social media. So what do you feel makes the difference within your business when you're marketing online? It kind of sets you apart from some people who are not using social media as strategically as you. One of the
1: things that, or actually all of the things that really set me apart from other people um, that aren't using social media as strategically as what I am, um, is my branding. My branding definitely, like. I don't have everything just kind of willy-nilly branded. I have like a branding strategy. I have my colors. I have my label. I have my backgrounds that I use in my pictures. Like everything is Willow Ridge candles. If somebody saw that picture floating around and they know um, what a Willow Ridge candle picture looks like, they're going to go, oh my gosh, there is a Willow Ridge candle. And also I interact with everybody that comments on my pictures and everything everybody that sends me a dm i do as best as i can to get back in a timely fashion but i am busy (laughs) so i try to get ahead of like i try to really have a conversation with them because that's what it's all about is really interact that's what social media is designed for is to be social and if you're not social on social media you need to (laughs) learn how to be social (laughs) Um, Because honestly, that is really what has helped is just really getting into conversations and asking questions to my followers to get them engaged.
0: Now, with your Instagram and your social media, I know that you are fairly consistent with posting, which is really important because it gets people familiar with when you're posting, when they should be checking out information that you're putting out there, all of that great stuff with social media. So for you, what does your posting schedule look like? Once a day. Once a
1: day has been like my sweet spot is at least once a day. Um, When I am at events, I will up that. But my
0: standard is a once a day post and that is that. <laughs> and did you always start out doing once a day or did you kind of figure out what worked best for your business? I was
1: terrible at social media. Um not the engagement part, but like posting, finding that consistent schedule and that did not grow or foster my following as it should have been. So I found out how to use the social media to get that engagement that I was just talking about and then Also, how to get that, like, sweet spot where, okay, I'm not flooding the feeds. Okay, this is what they're looking for. And grabbing what that picture looks like, that gets that engagement that I want to.
0: And so with posting once a day, that requires a little extra effort on your part. You have to get the photos ready, the videos ready, your captions ready. It does require a little bit of work. So what do you do to kind of cut down on that time?
1: So there was this wonderful video that helped me, uh, Cam Robinson. (laughs) My video, what? Shout out there. Um, But honestly, I do batch creations and I pick a day to do a batch of four to, we'll we'll just say six because six is a good sweet spot. I keep using sweet spot, but it really is a sweet spot. And I don't really have to worry about creating anything for the rest of the week. If you can do a week's worth of work in a day, picture-wise, you're going to be all set and you don't have to worry about that. And that means writing up your captions, getting all like your hashtags ready, so it's just ready
0: to go in a draft. So for you, as you are batch creating, you do this once a week so that you are prepared for the following week. Do you like that schedule for you or do you kind of want to lean into doing – a month's worth in one setting?
1: I, you know what? The once a week thing works for me. Um, I don't know. Like for me, I think it would be a little daunting for me to do a month's worth. I I probably could manage it, but I like doing the week's worth because like, I'll be in the mindset of doing a week's worth. And that is my schedule. That's something that I, I'm ready for in my head. So <laughs>
0: And is there anything that you can kind of shout out in terms of batch creation that makes it a little bit easier for you? So how do you get prepared? Do you do all your photos back to back? Do you kind of set things up and change things? What does that look like?
1: I set things up and I change them. I I honestly have like my tools and all of the things that are going to be in a picture right in grabbing distance. And I legitimately just swap things out, swap things out and... I'm going to shout this out again. Um, KM Robinson really did help me with like figuring out how to do all of these massive, massive setups, small, minimal setups and everything for these batch creations.
0: And for those of you who are interested, there are playlists out on YouTube on our channels where you can learn how to do that as well uh, to kind of cut down your time taking photos, how to rearrange things and change things to get entirely different looks without doing a lot of extra work. So you can check that out as well. And Alyssa, I know you do spend a lot of time implementing strategy into your posting on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook. So if you were going to give advice to someone who is running a business similar to yours, who has a shop online and also is doing local based business, what would be the best thing that they can implement into their strategy right now to kind of Take a little bit of the work off their plate and get seen a little bit better on Instagram and Facebook.
1: Know your hashtags. You do not really want to be tuning into businesses in that a candle business is not going to buy candles from you. I'm not going to buy from another candle business. Um, So know your hashtags. Know which ones that your audience look for in our following. Um, Interact with the base that you have now and foster those relationships with those people. If you see them posting, post something on, like interact with them. You're not just a business, you are a person and that is what people like. Um, A face, a name, they wanna interact with you. They do, otherwise they wouldn't be on social media following you. And be consistent if it's once a day or once every other day. Just be consistent in your schedule and be active because that's what people are looking for.
0: Now, you mentioned that you are strongly implementing hashtags into your strategy, which is something that we talk about here on Social Media for Bosses. And if you guys need help, Alyssa did mention that there is one particular hashtag that is kind of the kiss of death when it comes to posting on Instagram, because you should not be marketing to businesses like yours and it can kill your reach. If you want more information on that, you can actually go to hashtag.kmrobinson.com for more information because I'm breaking down exactly which hashtags you should not be using and what you should be replacing them with. But Alyssa, I want to talk a little bit more about those hashtags. So I know over the last couple of months, you've really honed in on hashtags that work for you. So how have you seen your engagement change and grow from just randomly posting hashtags you thought would work to using hashtags you have tested and studied and taken away some of those ones that aren't working and added in things that are working? So how's that changed for you?
1: So initially I was getting all these candle companies following me and I'm like, no, I do not want candle, I don't want candle companies following me. Why can't I get like a customer base following? Why am I getting all of these other companies following me? And I was like, what kind of hashtags should I be using? And I know that hashtags are important and that's what people hone in on. But I'm like, which ones are going to work for me? A handmade candle company. Um, I I need to like figure out what other companies are using hashtags. What is? What do I want my followers to be following? And when I started using locally made, um, that kind, those kind of like small bit. Like not small business, but like locally made was one um, handmade candles uh, made in Massachusetts. Like those kind of hashtags were what actually drove a lot of companies to me. I was found by two companies recently that they were like, oh, you're right in Massachusetts. Um, can I get private labels? Do you do private labels? And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but that that is a scenario that I can say, like, those private labels came from probably my um, locally made in Massachusetts,
0: you know, made in Massachusetts. So how has implementing a specific strategy into your social media marketing and interactions opened doors for you? It has
1: opened so many doors because people have access to me now. I'm in stores because of these people finding me. Um, I have been found by other companies that want the private label. So I think that this has just opened so many doors. And I I think you can see how many doors have been opened in just 2019. So I'm going to more than likely hopefully be blown away in 2020. Um, (laughs) It has just grown my business so much. And and I'm not just saying that I, I sound like a walking ad But it honestly, as you've seen, it really has grown my business, my following, Um, the people that I've grown to genuinely care about that follow me around. And it's like seeing a a distant family member or a friend that you haven't seen in a long time. And it's just been an amazing experience this year with growing my social media because I've grown so many
0: friends and extended family in some ways too. And you've made quite a bit of money specifically through your social media work. So what has that allowed you to do in your business because you have 4,000 extra dollars now? It has allowed me
1: to actually apply for more of these markets where I can like, ooh, I should really just um, fall back and just create um, my stock for these um, stores that I'm in right now. But that excess, I've just rolled over and I'm like, ooh, I can apply to this market. Ooh, I can apply to that market. I never would have thought about applying to that market. Um, So it's just really allowed me to expand my um, markets that I've been attending. And um, I've actually been able to take on a helper that so I can be in two places at once. And it expands my reach um, through... Just I'm in two places at once. I, you know, my friend Holly's over
0: there, I'm over there, and we just divide and conquer. <laughs> so with this extra income that you're creating specifically through your work on social media, you've been able to invest back in your business, expand your team, and allow you to take on new markets. That's pretty impressive. Oh, definitely, definitely.
1: I would not have thought that I would have been here in may may is when i really kick-started my market season and therefore like really got into my social media marketing because i I want people to know that i'm out and about and where i am um and that's when i really started growing my newsletter too because i'm like ooh, i can get people signing up for my newsletter and whenever i sign up they sign up for the newsletter they get access to my vip club Uh, they get access to where i'm going to be um, in a list. Cause I like to list where I'm going to be and it's right in front of them and they can print it out if they want, you know? So it, it really,
0: it's been an incredible year. It really, I've, I'm blessed. Okay. Listeners, this is pretty interesting, right? Are you taking a lot of notes? We're going to dive back into this interview in just a minute, but first we've got a quick word from one of our affiliates. As someone who educates on social media marketing strategy, one of the things I talk to my clients and students about the most is the need for live broadcasting. And this is because the social media algorithms actually favor live broadcasting. We know that people can just scroll by text posts, they can scroll by photos and easily understand what that is. They usually have to take about three seconds to watch a video, but they usually stay for 10 seconds or more on a live broadcast. And then once they stay, They start to engage. And because they are talking, because they're asking questions, because they're in the comments, Facebook really leans into and YouTube really leans into these live broadcasts within the platform because it gets that real time engagement and more and more people show up and then interact with that particular account. And so we know that live broadcasting is incredibly important. But we also know that live streams are not all created equally. In order to get a really good, very strong, highly engaged live broadcast, you have to do a little bit more than just jump on the platform and stream natively you definitely have to put a little extra effort into it and I have a little something that makes it so much easier for me. I use a program called Be.Live and BeLive is amazing because it's a live streaming platform that allows me to go live on Facebook, on YouTube. I can even go live on Twitch and they allow me to enhance customize and brand what I am doing within my live streams. This means I can put words on my screen. I can show images. I can screen share. I can have up to four people on camera with me at any given time and 10 people waiting down below. I even have the ability to pull user comments. So when people sign in to Facebook or they sign into YouTube and they start to leave comments on my live feed, I can not only see them and respond to them, but I can take their comments with their images and put them right on screen which gives me more social proof when people watch my replays that I had fans, clients, students, people show up and watch me live in real time and interact and engage with me. I love everything about the BeLive platform because they are constantly growing and enhancing what they're doing. And they're working directly with these platforms to work with the different algorithm changes and the platform additions that they are doing. And they are constantly innovating within their company. I've been with them since almost the beginning. I was one of their beta testers back in the day. And I've actually gone on to participate in some of their conventions. I've spoken for them. I've done work for their blogs. And I love talking about their platform. I even take it on the go with me. So it's really amazing to take my laptop on location when I'm at conventions or events or summits. And I can live stream from wherever I happen to be. And there's really cool things that allow other people to produce my show while I'm live on location as well. So they've got a ton tools. They allow you to do so much in really customizing and branding what you're doing within your live streams. And I would not go live without them because it is such an essential part of my business. I recommend them to everybody. And if you would like more details on this and to get yourself a free trial and some bonus fabulous stuff, you can actually go to belive.socialmediaforbosses.com for more information. I've got some really cool stuff over there for you. It's B-E-L-I-V-E dot socialmediaforbosses.com to get on board and get on track with your brand new live streaming platform that's actually going to grow your business exponentially and really help you to level up within the algorithm system which gets all of your content seen more and more and more. So this is something you don't want to step away from. You really want to make sure you're taking advantage of this one. I highly recommend be live when you are live streaming. And now that they're growing and expanding even more, there's so much more that we can do in our live streams, which really just makes such a difference within your business and within your brand. So go check it out, belive.socialmediaforbosses.com for all the fun. Okay, let's dive back in. So, you've been able to develop a cult following. You can invest back into your business. You've expanded your business. You're accessing new markets. You are being invited and sought after by business owners and people running these craft fairs that you're participating in. And it all comes back to your time spent on social media. So if there was one thing that you could tell people to do on social media right now, one tiny, small thing that they could start implementing today and then start growing from there, what would that one really important thing be? Brand
1: yourself. That would be the one thing. Brand yourself. A brand really speaks volumes. Um, And I'm going to say I've had a lot of people come to my table and because I have such a consistent brand, everything's branded. My tablecloths, my banners, uh, my label, everything is Willow Ridge candles. Um, That is very important because it it looks very professional. Um, And even if you don't have a cult following on Facebook or Instagram, if you have a brand,
0: (laughs) it's like saying, if you build it, they will come. If you brand it, they will come. I love it. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you being on and sharing what you've learned, how you've grown, and how you've really established your business in the last year. I've been watching you for as long as we've known each other, which has been quite a few years now. And I've just seen tremendous growth in your business in the last couple of months, especially. And I could not be more proud of what you are doing. So before I let you go, can you let everybody know where they can find you online? You can find me at willowridgecandles.com, and you can also
1: find me on Instagram and Facebook at Willowridge Candles. Pretty amazing,
0: right? In just a matter of months, Alyssa was able to generate an extra $4,000 that she wouldn't have had in her income had she not been on social media, and so many of her events and so many of the things that she's doing within her business have come directly from her work on social media. And that really speaks to why we need to be so focused on paying attention to our social media and how much time we're spending there and how much energy and effort we're putting into our interactions out on social media, because it really does make a world of difference and speaking of things that make a world of difference in our business we're actually going to be chatting about three big actions that I wish that I had added to my marketing strategy sooner in the next episode so make sure you hit the subscribe button you do not want to miss these upcoming episodes we've got some amazing guests coming on to teach you some incredible things that help you to build a profitable business through smart social media marketing which is what we're all about here at social media for bosses so you guys do not want to miss out on this we've got some really great in in-depth deep dive lessons and some incredible leaders in marketing strategy. So you guys do not want to miss out on this one. And speaking of things you don't want to miss out on, Do not miss out on our YouTube page. Every single Tuesday and Friday, we're dropping brand new videos that help you to level up your business and create a profitable brand through smart social media marketing. We also go live every single Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for our social media Ask Me Anything, where for 20 minutes, you can come and talk to me in real time Ask your social media questions and get answers while I'm on air. That's every single Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern on our YouTube page. And then on Thursdays, you can join us at 3 p.m. for the Social Media for Bosses talk show where we are talking with other amazing special guests and taking deep dive lessons that you can use to create that profitable business through your social media. And that is a live format so you can come and interact with us in real time. You can ask your questions, you can talk to our guest speakers, and you can get your questions answered. Now, if there's somebody you want to see on the podcast or on the show, make sure you let me know. I would love to reach out to those people and try to get them on as guests. And if you've got questions, I want to get those answered too. Make sure you come over to kmrobinson.com or socialmediaforbosses.com and shoot me an email Or hit me up on social media, send me a direct message or leave me a comment because I want to get your questions answered. So I'll create a video for you. I will answer them in our live Ask Me Anything sessions every week. We might do a talk show episode or a podcast episode about them, but we're going to do everything we can to empower and equip you to grow that profitable business through your social media marketing. So I want to hear from you. Please let me know and make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you could do me a favor, leave a little review, let people know that this is an awesome podcast if you're enjoying it, and if you are someone who would potentially want to be a guest, please reach out because I would love to have a conversation with you. I'm KM Robinson, your social media marketing strategist, helping you to create a profitable business through smart social media marketing. I will see you over on the website and on social media, and make sure you hit up that YouTube page because there's tons of great content that you do not want to miss out on. Until next time, have a great day and stay inspired.